Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Buyer beware and stay in control. If I've already owned a home, the question that's probably running through my mind is, is it worthwhile for me to invest 28 minutes of my life learning about buying? Is it? You mean apps? You mean like stay and watch the rest of the show or listen to the rest of the show? Yeah, well, that's what 28 minutes is. Yes. That's an investment of 28 minutes. Yes, absolutely. Because whether it's your first home, your second home, you want to right size, or even if it's the seventh time, that you're selling or you're relocating or you're investing, there's always new things. There's more to know and there's more more that you need to be in control of. Because it's always changing. Yeah. Right? So I'm Yetta Decker and I love getting to share some of the little bits of expertise that I've picked up over the last 30 years. Yes, and I'm Ken Decker. And I haven't picked up as many pieces because I have only been selling real estate and helping people buy, sell, and invest for 25 years. (laughs) So he's the newbie. Yeah. You the new kid on the block? That's me. Okay, that's kind of fun. And yet what we figured would be time to do, it's been a little while since we've dug deep and looked at what we've decided is really the seven things But there's a lot more than that. But we're going to go for the top seven things to think about when you're going to be buying. So the first one is, like, why would we say buyer beware? That's number one. We're not going to get into them. I'm going to let you know first. Oh, you're going to give us all of them. I'm going to give you all of them. Number two is, is what's, like, first things first. What is the first thing? Two, agency, representation. What is that? And what does it matter anyway? Number four questions. What are the questions I need to ask? And even if I'm not asking them, what questions do I need to know are going to get answered for me? Number five, selecting the right realtor. And in fact, selecting the right house and the right price and the right terms and all of that. We're going to go into detail around that. And then number six, the process. What is the process? What's the order? And then number seven, dream team. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a full show. I know. I As I'm recapping, or <laughs> let, haven't recapped yet, but letting you know what we're going to be chatting about, I'm thinking, can we do that? Oh, yeah, we can do it. Because I can talk really fast like this. And don't, because I'm already talking probably quicker <laughs> than I ought to, because I'm so excited about how much information there is to give you and how well it's going to position you to be in control. And just make great decisions moving forward because it's really all about seeing the possibility and then living into that possibility. And that's what I want for you. Right. So number one, buyer beware. Yeah. Why? Why? Because it's actually law. (laughs) (laughs) The law says that when a buyer is buying something, they need to do their due diligence to make sure it's Mm. what they really want to buy. And so that's one of the reasons we put in the conditions in the offer that there's time to do inspections, there's time to find out about title, there's time to make Mm. sure you can get your financing, there's time to check on the insurance, what it's going to cost, whether you can get it on that property, 
all those things. And what time. it's going to cost to get it on that property insurance. Because sometimes it's not a question of can I or can't I. It's a question of what's the cost. And even with financing, sometimes that's the question. Yeah, absolutely. And so buyer beware mm. is around those things. And actually, if you buy something and then, you know, if uh, mm. let's say you buy a property and you thought it had, for instance, a, a, a furnace that was five years old. Yep. You do your home inspection, everyone's done all their due diligence, you find out when you get in there the furnace is actually 15 years old, not five years old. Uh, there's really no recourse because that is buyer beware. You did your due diligence, you knew what you were buying. When the inspector looked at the furnace, he would have told you how old it was, he would have told you whether it needed replacement soon, mm -hmm. he would have told you whether it needs repairs. And so you were aware of the condition and you chose to go forward. So a court would say, no, buyer beware. Probably. Yeah. Yep. You just never know. And yet it really is wise for the buyer to position themselves to be in the know. Just, and really that's what buyer beware means. Yeah. Get in the know, be in the know, understand what you're buying, understand all of the details. And I know we can't get behind walls. We can't see when we're doing a building inspection, the inspector is not allowed to tear apart the place, not allowed to cut a hole in the drywall to make sure that, hey, that flashing that's pointing the wrong way outside, that no moisture's gotten in and it's rotted the wall because those things happen. Mm -hmm. So there's a level of you can't verify everything, but you can certainly look for physical evidence and then ask the right questions yeah and even things like what the zoning is mm. of a property around it because right. sometimes people move into a property and then they think oh it's going to be vacant land behind it forever because they think it's protected land or it's a ravine or environmentally protected and then they find out oh no that was actually future development and now there's houses behind them and they get upset that's a due diligence issue that's a buyer beware of what they're mm -hmm. purchasing um, same thing with, you know, there's a case yeah. in Toronto where someone bought a condominium. They bought it for the view and they didn't check what the future developments were going mm -hmm. to be. And a condominium got built across the street, which was taller than their unit and totally blocked their view. And now all they could see is a building. A building. And so phoning the city, like that's one ask. We suggest that to all of our buyers. Phone the city, the municipality, wherever it is you're buying, and just give them the address and say, is there anything I need to know about the surrounding area, proposed changes, anything that you currently know? I mean, we can't be aware of something that's going to happen in 15 or 20 years that's not on the books now. You may have to like oppose something that wants to happen in the area later down the road, and yet there's a lot of information that could be had today. Mm -hmm. So, get yourself aware. Yep. And so, number two is first things first. Yeah, yeah, I like first things first. The very first thing you want to do is you want to pick up the phone or send an email or send a text to someone at the Decker team and say, I'm thinking of making a move. What's next? Well, what's next is we're going to have a little phone conversation. We're going to send you a buyer right fit guide that's going to give you some insight as to what questions to ask, who we are, how we work, what you could expect in the Ottawa market, 
And then we're going to book a private consultation where we can actually meet face to face. If you're coming from out of town, that's okay. Zoom works fantastic now. We don't even just have to do a phone call Zoom. anymore. Zoom, Zoom, I know. Zoom. And Zoom, we use it a lot. Some people maybe not, have not heard of Zoom. It's just uh, a way of getting on the phone, but you do it through the computer lines and you can see the person's face. We can share our screen with you so we can show data and we get to meet you face to face in virtual reality. Right, in distance. And so having a consultation, because it works perfectly to do that if you're not living in the local area. If you're relocating from another city and you've been referred to us from somebody you know there that knows us or from a realtor, or you've been shrewd and found us on the internet or by listening to the show here, at either on YouTube, there's lots and lots of shows on lots of topics that are relevant to both buyers, sellers, homeowners, tenants, landlords that you may want to dig deeper and just have more information. So you could do that. And so then we're going to have that consultation. That consultation is priceless. Yeah. Step That's three. That's what I'll call it. It is priceless. Step three is the agency representation, ah. making a decision on whether you'd like customer mm -hmm. service or client representation, right. and they're significantly different. Well, yeah, they don't have much commonality, and really. There's three things, commonality. Like, well, much, much. They don't have a lot, and no. yet they're both free. That's common, too. That Hey, there's four things common. <laughs> there's a three plus an extra. There so go. what are the three things? Because I think it would be helpful. We don't want to spend a lot of time on this, because it really is a one-on-one -on -one conversation, I believe, and yet a quick, quick explanation of the commonality and maybe the differences may be valuable for you. Okay, well, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, I mean, customer service and agency, where they have commonality is just the realtor's responsibility to act professionally, mm -hmm. to answer questions with due diligence, and to not falsify anything, right? To provide the information that's available and answer questions. Well, about the, about property, the property, about the material property. Yes, it. that's it. it. That's right. There's no representation. There's no confidentiality. If it's a customer. If you're a customer. Right. There's uh, no fiduciary responsibility. That's the biggest thing. Uh, fiduciary responsibility is a big, big word. And it just means we represent you like you were ourselves. So we have to protect your interests. Financially and every other yeah. way. Yeah, it takes the due diligence to another level. Like if you're a customer, I don't have to figure out what the zoning of the vacant lot beside it is. If you're a client, it's my responsibility to protect you. I have to inform you what the zoning of that property is and whether there may be future development on it. So right. it's, it's and, a totally different level of representation. Yeah, another example would be we're in the middle of negotiating and I find out there's another great property that's just come on the market and you're a customer. I am not actually, an, I, I'm actually obligated not to tell it to you. If you find it and you tell me that's great, and yet, if you're a client, I'm obligated to tell you because part of my responsibility is to introduce you to everything that might be of interest to you and might be the best for you. So just it's a totally different conversation. It, it's, um, 
Mm-hmm. It hasn't always been. It's been around since 95. Is that right? Has it been that long now, agency? 1994. Okay. So, it, it, yeah. I guess I was in the industry five years when that changed, and so I often say it hasn't been that long. But really, it's been... <laughs> 25 years. <laughs> I know. And just as I'm saying, I'm thinking, that's not right, but I'm sure that's the right date. Yes, 1994. Came wow. in when I got my license. Wow. So agency is alive and well and has been for a couple of decades, unbeknownst and, to me. Yep, and you as the buyer get to choose. Right. Now, number four is asking questions yes. and it's important that you ask questions both about the process but also about mm. the person that you're about to embark on this journey of buying a home with oh my goodness yes. because you want to find out if they're mm. if they have experience you know recently we went um had electric 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 elective surgery kind of thing and we're thinking well we we checked the the doctor out and the person had done you know a few of these in a year and they'd only been doing them for a couple of years mm-hmm. so then you go ooh, maybe I want to look for someone that's done a few more of them or maybe does one a week or something you know if they're gonna fix my knee fix my a- ACL I want to know that they've done many knees successfully <laughs> before I let them cut open my knee Right. And so that's the kind of thing you want to ask your realtor. Like, do they own a home? If they've never owned a home before, they don't have that level of experience of of experiencing buying. Uh, How many homes have they helped people buy? And not how many years in the business, because there's there's realtors, some realtors, even if they haven't, you know, they've been in the business for several years, they might have not sold very many homes. And so it's important that you get someone that's experienced or is on a team of experienced people. It's very important. Everyone has to sell their first home. We had to sell our first home too. I know. It's just, I actually almost feel, yeah, and I had great people backing me because the folks that were backing me when I sold my first few homes back almost 30 years ago had been in the industry for decades. And so there was expertise with me really in the car and in the office and training me and all that sort of stuff. And yet I'm... Still kind of sad for the first few people that I helped. <laughs> That's because, a horrible thing to say. Well, <laughs> I know, but you know me. I'm a little authentic, a little real, a little raw. It's, it's that I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. And so holding a real estate license, even in your first few years in the industry, really has you equipped enough to be kind of dangerous. A little bit. Yeah. And and so it's really important who backs that person. Yes. And that you relate with them and mm. they understand your needs and desires and they listen to your questions and listen to what you're asking them to provide. Right. Because one of the things that we've heard often from folks, because we somehow seem to be have started specializing and working with people the second time, meaning... <laughs> It didn't go so well the first time, and they didn't know about us then, and so now they're coming to us the second time. Maybe they've already, well, I know we're talking on buyers today, but really even a seller that's previously had their home on the market, and now it's back on the market because it didn't sell, or a buyer that started the journey and then didn't successfully find a home because it just didn't work very well. So that 
Yeah, we're sometimes second choice, which has its okay. has its merits. Yeah, I'm okay and, being second choice. Right. And the biggest frustration that I hear people say is I told them how much money I had to spend. We did the pre-qualification. I told them that I was absolutely only going to live in a bungalow. And then the first six houses they took me to were two stories or side splits. Well, it was just a matter of not listening. And so when you're asking I, the questions, you need to yeah. be able to know that the person actually listened yes. to the question and answered and then took action on what you said was important. You know what I think part of the problem is? What? Sometimes it's not listening. Sometimes it's oh. not being bold enough mm. to say what you want doesn't exist in the price range you want to spend. Right. So if the bungalows are super expensive in the area you want, your price is lower, mm. instead of being forthright and saying, you can't buy it for this price, so let's mm. find something else, let's move to a different area, or let's change your price range, uh, they just try to send you stuff that's more expensive, or they send you things that aren't what you're looking for. Because mm. if they do the search and there's absolutely nothing, right. it's one of those points where a realtor may go, oh, what do I do now? Right. 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 And so having that forthright conversation as to why nothing's showing up. And then what we've even done is we've looked at it. Okay, let's see. Yes, there's nothing showing up right now. But has anything mm. like what you want sold for that price range in the last year or two? And we go back and we look at the solds. And if there haven't been any for two years in that price range... We know we're not going to find one for you, right? Right. Ain't going to happen. It wasn't that long ago. One of my previous awesome clients from several times that we've helped them buy and sell wanted to buy something back in the area. They'd slightly relocated and onto the water, and now they wanted to have a in-the-city property. And she said, the, the first thing I need you to know is I am not dealing with condo fees, and it needs to be within a certain area, reasonably close to town, and it needs to be no more than $250,000. Well, I didn't even have to open the computer <laughs> to know that ain't happening in Ottawa. And so I had to say, okay. Did so she want a single home too? It could have been a town. I and think. did she not want to live in Vanier? Nope. Okay, then it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I had to have a frank conversation on that first phone call. Okay, let me do a search with what you've said, already knowing what the outcome was going to be, but at least then they could see it too. So sometimes it's just about going on the journey with you. It's not even being crazy forthright, even though I do that well. It was about having them go on the journey with me. And then I said, well, what if we change this? And so there is only condominiums. Do you want to take a few and look at them and see whether or not that is something? Because here are the merits of a condominium. And at the end of the day, we ended up, changing the price range, buying a single family home, and switching our location. And it works for them. I mean, they could afford it. It was just they needed the information to be able to make a good decision. Thought this was available because when they last lived in Ottawa, that would have been available. Right. Right? Yeah. So selling, or sorry, not selling. Selecting. selecting. It's about selecting the right everything. The right everything. The right everything. Because you got to, well, it is. It's about selecting the right realtor, which we just talked about. Then it's about selecting the right house and not missing the right one. And if you don't select the realtor right, you might just miss 
the right house because you didn't get told about it because maybe they don't even have a secret list. Maybe they're not up on the market and ahead of the game so that they can even introduce you to properties that aren't yet on the market. And there's a significant way in which we search. We all use the same computer for, for the ones that are on the market. Same and yet how portal. you set those search uh, criterion up may actually make you miss houses if you mm, put some things in there that aren't that popular or maybe even it's in the house mm -hmm. but the realtor didn't select it. Yep. So there's certain things that we know that we do not select because it will right. narrow the search too much and you may miss a great property. Because it was just inputted incorrectly. Yeah, or, or, you know, like inside entrance from a garage. Right. If that's a real important thing for a buyer, many realtors don't market on the MLS. So if we pick it, pick it as a criterion, then we'll miss a bunch of houses that actually have it, but it's not selected. Right. Or things like air conditioning. Someone says, I have to have air conditioning. Well, really what we're going to select is forced air, because if it's got forced air ductwork, mm -hmm. we can generally add air conditioning even if it doesn't have air conditioning for a simple amount of money that may make that house perfect. Right. And you. maybe it's priced lower than the others anyway, so they've already paid for your And air you got brand new air conditioning. And you got brand new AC. <laughs> the other thing is selecting the right price. And that's not just about the right price point to look at, having seen your mortgage specialist and knowing where to look. The right price also speaks to selecting the right price to offer. In this market, it is everything from a balanced market to a buyer's market to a seller's market. There's overpriced property. There's underpriced property. There is everything in between. And so... It's a great market. It's amazing. And as long as you've got expertise on it's your side... Fun. It's really fun. It is fun because it, it really brings all the skills that we have as realtors to the forefront. Because people say, well, how much over asking or under asking should I pay in this area? Let me check out that property. Let me look at all the relevant data so that we can get it right for this one. Mm -hmm. Right? It's it's yep. so individual. So price is huge and having somebody that can help navigate that is huge. So you got to select the right price and then the right terms. What are the terms that you need to put into your agreement? When you're our client, we recommend, we advise, we let you know what needs to go there because we know what's important to you because we've done a thorough consultation to know what we need to be thinking about. And then the last, which is kind of fun, yeah. I just give you five. It's the cast of supporting characters that you want to select powerfully as well. Selecting the right mortgage broker or lender the right lawyer, the right realtor, the right home inspector. The right septic inspector. Yeah. That's a biggie, actually. The right well inspector. All the, of those things. The supporting cast. I like the way you put that. Yeah. Select your the, the supporting characters. And as realtors that have been at this for way too long. So then they'd like me because I'm a character. You are a character. <laughs> I guess I'm a character, too, though. Oh, yes, yeah. you are. Right. And so we have relationships with people in those industries, all of them. And if one of them isn't the right fit for you, that's great. We have a second that we normally really appreciate in that industry. And then you may have somebody. So whether it's somebody you know or somebody we know, we have no tie to the people we know. We don't get paid. We don't do kickbacks. We don't want any of that. Well, we don't want any of that no. because we want it to be the best, in the best person for you. So number six, the process. 
oh my goodness, this is, this truly will be a, there's a whole book actually. We wrote a book about the process. It's the simple guide to selling, buying, investing in Ottawa real estate. So if you want the details of the process, probably the easiest thing to do is just ask for that. We'll send it to you. It's free. It's like a 60, 70 page ebook. It keeps getting bigger because we keep having more information to put in there about the process. So if you want the details rather than the bullet you know, points. listening to me for an here hour. We go. We're going to do the bullet points. Are you really? Yeah, here we go. Oh my goodness. Okay, go. So you're going to do a financing and a realtor consult. So you know what you can buy at what price you can mm-hmm. afford. Then once you've done that, you're going to get your criterion set up. There's going to be a number of properties coming in front of you. Generally, we mm-hmm. find people look at three to seven properties. On site and on look site. at hundreds online. And buy them. And they buy one. It's not, not the hundreds online. No, no. It's that quick. It's because they've we've selected down. Yeah. They've selected down. Right. And so we're only going to see the best properties for you. Right. So you don't save you, you time. Don't, yeah, save you time and money. You don't have to look at twenty or thirty or forty driving all over the city, spread it out over months. The odds are the first three properties you see are the best three properties that are on the market. And so a lot of times people just pick one that's that really goes to their heart. Right, because it, it serves like, them. Feels like home. Okay. Then there's going to be an offer with conditions and then we're going to do the inspections and then we're either going to firm up or move on. Because right. if, if there's things that surprised us in the inspections or something didn't go as anticipated, we're in this with you. So we actually want it to serve you in the long run. So if there's something that isn't working and there's something else that's come on the market even in the meantime, mm-hmm. you know, that's not ideal and yet it does happen, then you're better to move on than firm up on something you really don't yeah. want. And you're going to pick a great lawyer to, to, to handle all the paperwork to close the transaction. Right. You're going to pack and prepare to move. Yep. Then you're going to move in and celebrate. And enjoy. And then you're going to enjoy. Right. Then we get to enjoy. And then you're going to invite us over. And we're going to enjoy it with you. And then you're going to have some burgers on the barbecue. There you go. And then join us at our family gatherings. That's a little nice thing we get to do with our clients, those that we love and that love us, is to continue in the journey. Mm -hmm. So number seven. The dream team. The dream team. I kind of suggested it. That's kind of like the characters, the casting characters. Sort of. Just understand that you're... Your financial mm-hmm. broker for the financing, mm-hmm. it's free and it's priceless. Your realtor services yeah. for the purchase are mm-hmm. typically free and they're priceless. Right. Your inspectors have a fee. There's no R in there. It has a fee and they're priceless. Your lawyer has a fee and they're priceless because they're protecting you. And your mover has a fee and they're priceless because they're protecting your back. Exactly. <laughs> so, so we love that we will get to help you if you want to make a move this year. What you get to do is call. You get to call. You get to reach out. You can navigate much of it on your own if you want. But what's the cost? What's that going to do for you in the long run? Help you or hurt you would be a great question to ask yourself. <laughs> so the first thing you might want to do if you're thinking of buying a home, whether it's your first, your second, or your tenth, is book a consult. And where are they going to call? Oh, 
I forget to give the phone number more often than not. I'm thinking that's not good. Everybody should have it memorized by now, right? Exactly. And if, if you've heard the Decker team, if you haven't, you Google us. We're there. We're easy to find on Facebook. We're prolific on social media and out there. But I'll still give you a phone number because I'm rambling now. 613-860-4663. 613-860-4663. Or you can send an email to info at deckerteam.com. And one of us will love to connect with you and help you figure out what's next. And that may be the best phone call you make this year. Maybe today or maybe the whole year. Hmm. Anyway, we love being here with you, being able to just have fun moving along in the journey and helping you make great decisions by providing amazing options. So we'll see you again real soon on the journey of making a move. What you want to do? What man is on you?